Hello and welcome to the Success Secret Podcast with Rosso Santalev. I am excited to introduce you to a series of conversations with some of the most successful and inspiring individuals from various industries. My aim is to dive into the stories behind their success and explore the knowledge, strategies, habits, mindsets, and wisdom that have propelled their success. Each episode of the Success Secret Podcast will feature a different guest who will share their unique journey, the challenges they faced, and the lessons they have learned along the way. I will also be covering topics from entrepreneurship and innovation to leadership and personal development. Whether you are an inspiring entrepreneur, a seasoned business professional, or just someone looking to improve your life, the Success Secret Podcast is for you. My goal is to bring you valuable insights and inspiration that will help you achieve your own success in business and life. So get ready to learn and be inspired. The Success Secret Podcast starts now. His teacher said he would never amount to anything from straight D's like me. Actually, I'm I minus I am minus D students. I don't know if that's exist in other countries. So who barely graduated high school to a businessman living an extraordinary life of unlimited possibilities. Jonathan Rivera is one on a mission to light up the world through podcasting. Jonathan, welcome to the Success Secret Podcast. Brother, thank you for having me on the show. I'm excited that we're going live, and I hope that I can light up the Success Grid Nation. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sure you will. We will. So first of all, I want you to tell us your story, your background, because uh, this these, these students or those these students like me and you. <laughs> so <laughs> there's actually, I once read an article about these, these are the students that actually, in, in a way that are more innovative and more creative than A students, because A students stay a lot of time just studying, basically memorizing. So what was your take when you started thinking that you want to go into business? I didn't, I never uh, thought I wanted to go into business because my parents didn't teach me that. My parents taught me to get uh, a trade. And that was the the highest hope they had for me was to be a tradesman. In other words, a construction worker. That's all that was really in the cards for me. And some people say, Hey, hey, you were you were such a rebel in high school. You you didn't you didn't do your work, you skipped class, you you didn't do any homework and you made it out. And, and no, no, I wasn't a rebel. I was a reject. <laughs> I rejected everything they tried to teach me. I rejected all that the teachers tried to instill in me, and I rejected the whole school system, which turned out to be as you said, my advantage in life, because since I rejected everything they tried to teach me, I was able to expand my thinking to see bigger things. But originally I was an electrician. I spent nine years in the hot Florida sun working, building some of the theme parks out here in Orlando. I actually worked on those things and the whole time thinking, I hate this. I hate this. Is this all there is? Well, it, it is hot summer days there, so <laughs> nobody would like to do that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was melting, man, and, and and thinking, is this it? Is this all I was put on this earth for? And uh, like I said, I almost did it for a decade, and it wasn't until my mom passed away where I started questioning everything: Is this what I want to do? Is this where I want to be? Is this the the, the impact that I'm going to have on the world? And I realized it wasn't. And I jumped into real estate because here 
uh, in the States, uh, real estate's a great equalizer. Anybody can get into real estate. All you have to do is uh, have money and have deals and you can be creative about how you get both. And I was able to get into real estate, build a business, make money, lose every little bit of it and more, come out in debt and then rebuild again. And that's actually how you and I ended up talking is because I rebuilt that real estate business that's up and running and then I wanted to diversify. So I created an online business or an internet business that has led us to where we are today. Awesome. So now, do you believe, because most of us, when we go into business, especially online, because we think that it's easier, we, we know that it's like there is no, almost no barrier to entry, right, online. That does not exist like when it's compared to brick and mortar businesses. But did you think that uh, I am here to make money or did you think that I am here that I want to uh, teach more people, get uh, get the knowledge and spread this uh, to people? Is taking and giving has to do with the thought of business? Yeah. And I am, man, what a good question too. I'm sad to say that I, I got a line to make money. <laughs> make money online sounded sexy yeah. to me. And I think that, is the reason that it took me so long to succeed because I had the wrong mindset about wanting to take instead of wanting to give. And nowadays I realize, oh, that was dumb. I wish I would have realized that a lot earlier. But the fact is that you can't take if you haven't put anything into it. And so mm. now I spend my entire life, everything I do, what gets me out of bed is pouring into the people I work with, pouring into my team, pouring into my clients, pouring into interviews so that I can help the people listening to us live a better, more fulfilled life. Mm. Yeah, amazing. So now what do you think in general, how can people be- live a better lives? Like they should go for the money because we know that for example money can solve i don't want to say like 100 of the problem but at least can solve 95 of the problem so what they should be looking for to see a better a better life and a better business for themselves so that that's a one of my one of my mentors uh says that it isn't a problem if you can write a check so mm-hmm. like you're saying money solves lots of problems but Going into business, there's a lot of misinformation. And one of the biggest pieces of misinformation out there is follow your passion and you'll get paid. That That's not true. That is, that is bad advice. If your passion is sitting around playing Call of Duty, I highly doubt that you're going to get paid doing that unless you're really, really good. And I'm going to tell you, these kids are much, much better than you. I promise you that. So us old guys, we can't do that. But the real advice that should be out there but isn't is get passionate about solving problems mm. and get passionate about solving those problems and do everything you can to solve those problems and that's what i'm teaching my son now is my my uh, my father-in-law he tells us you got to you got to pick a line of study for your kid you got to pick a profession kids 8 years old what am i going to pick for him Right. I don't. He's like a doctor, a lawyer. What? He's eight years old. Come on. I can't pick that for him. What I do is tell him, look for a problem, look for a problem and solve that problem. And I try to encourage him to do that around the house. Oh, you want more Nintendo time? Well, figure out something that you can help us with here. Fix that. 
and then you'll earn some Nintendo. So I'm trying to teach him to be a problem solver. And so that's where I believe the real passion play is. Get passionate about solving a problem that you can solve. And the problem I can solve is different than the problem you can solve. But I'm certainly passionate about mine. So I want you to be passionate about yours. And that is how you get relentless in executing. And then the money comes from doing that. Yeah, yeah, I love I love this concept and this idea because in general the idea is to be have passion, but like you mentioned, it it's like some kind of a generalized concept. You you have to be more specific into certain things and giving people the solutions and the resolutions that they actually want. And sometimes they don't know they have a problem. You have to figure to figure that out and give the solution and resolution to them. So that's an amazing concept and outlook into into how to start or passion that that would give people a different view on how to look into business actually yeah amazing so i want to ask you about <clears throat> so this relates to is reputation equals reputation so is it that the more the more we do things the more we are known about it is that true yeah. the the idea is and and it I mean, I, I'm still working through how to define this perfectly, but the idea is I have a show. It's called Results Leader. And one of the things that I've realized in speaking to 170 plus experts on that show is high on the values list is integrity. Integrity is so high on the list. I would say that 99% of them that have been on the show have called that a core value. And, and part of integrity is showing up and this is going to seem silly, and, and you guys can reject this if you want at your own peril, but showing up and doing what you said you were going to do, because there's a lot of people out there making big promises. They don't deliver on those promises, and they, they're fooling people into doing business with them, and eventually their reputation's ruined. Mm -hmm. So the way to success, in my opinion, is repetition, and repetition in doing what you say you're going to do repetition in getting better and better and better at solving problems, repetition in making yourself better. And however you do that, whether it's through reading, whether it's through listening to this podcast, whether it's through being in masterminds, those are the things getting your reps in over and over again equals a reputation. And it could be good. It could be bad. You get to choose your own adventure. Exactly. Repetition and consistency Consistency is very important. But sometimes people, what they do is like, they don't start to begin with, right? So so like they are keep, keep saying to themselves, like, when is the right time to start, for example, this business or this side hustle or whatever. But do you think that there is a certain time, exact time for that to wait for the right time? Because as we saw in the past years, especially... With the COVID now, when COVID came suddenly, nobody knew about it in the world and everything, basically the whole world stopped and paused for unannounced and unknown period of times. So what, what do you say to these people? Okay, here's what I want you guys to do. I want you to sit down if you're not already sitting down. Get yourself a pen and paper because this is, this is going to be something special. There is no right time. The time is right now. Quit wasting time. 
<laughs> there's there's yeah. never a right time because we're always going to put it off. There's never ever going to be a right time. We're going to come up with a thousand excuses why we can't do something. And that's why I always say there is no right time. The time is right now. If you want something and you got to really want it, you're going to go out and get it right now. If you don't have what you want, here's here, here's something that's going to open your eyes. If you don't have what you want, it's because you don't really want it. Because if you did, you'd get out and do something about it. Exactly. Exactly. So you personally, how do you handle these thoughts if they come into you like the, that you want to do something? Sometimes you kind of, your mind says that, yeah, let's postpone it, Jonathan. So how do you deal with that personally? Bro, it ain't easy. I'm 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 the first to admit that I will put things off. I I will overthink sometimes, and and part of that is being aware and having the right people around you and having some accountability in place to make you do some things. There's this idea I call the the, the law of borrowed belief, and we are our own toughest critics. We're, we're the ones that will hold us back. Uh, the most because of the weird self-talk that we have in our head. And that's normal. We all have it. it, it it's a, an evolutionary thing that tries to protect us from being hurt. Now, the thing is, you're going to have to take risks. You're going to have to do things that scare you. You're going to have to get out of your comfort zone. And even if you don't think you can do it, you have to be around other people who will help lift you up, who will help get you unstuck. And this is what I call the law of borrowed belief. Even if you don't believe in yourself, you ought to be surrounded by people who do believe in you, who do think more of you, who want to lift you up. You borrow their belief and you overcome these things. So for me, journaling is one part of it, writing down and looking at my thoughts. The other part is having my wife as my business partner. She believes in me more than I believe in me half the time. That helps lift me up. And I'm also in masterminds where I'm Usually, anytime I try to get into a room of a mastermind, I try to be the smallest little business owner so that everybody is like much bigger than me so I can aspire to be like them. And those people are like, oh, hey, why, why aren't you doing this? I'm like, you think I can do that? Of course you can do that. I borrow their belief and do something new. Borrowed belief is the key to break through all plateaus in your life. Exactly. And also, when you're speaking there, like you mentioned, you are being a part of masterminds. Other than there are some family members like your wife is supporting you basically and she's part of the business. So how important do you think, I don't want to say only masterminds, in general groups with people who are similar minded, how would that drive success in business or also in life and will get people that are involved in these groups the push that they need? Because sometimes we can only go alone so far, right? Yeah, yeah. And this is one of the pieces of advice that uh, I wish I would have had 20, 25 years ago. If there was just one piece of advice I could give myself uh, 20 years ago, it would be to get around better people. And the thing is, we are so lucky right now because all we have to do here is Grab a library card, go to the library and pick up a biography. I mean, there, you're around a better person, around better thinking. It costs you nothing. And as we progress, as, as we have successes and as we have more money, then we can invest in coaching or courses and get around better thinking, better people, elevate our game. 
And then as we get further along, we have to look for bigger investments to be in better rooms around better people. And that's when you start getting into masterminds and tens of thousands of dollars. But you don't start there. You work your way up like this podcast right now. You get to listen to this free. You're getting this pep talk right now for free. There's no excuse not to do something with this other than you don't really want it. In your in your opinion, like you mentioned, reading books. So because nowadays, in general, like we know, there's the evolution of the e-books and these kind of things. Uh, do you think this generation, for example, are away from reading in general? Like we meant, we were talking about earlier about school and universities and how important grade is or not important. So reading outside of school or outside of university campus that i believe is much more important than actually having a college degree because in general these these courses or these materials are given to us to only get certain degree in certain marks and go beyond these marks and that's it the the, the, the next day you are, you forget everything but when you are focused on your personal growth, you do it yourself. You read books, you read magazines related. Maybe you listen to podcasts and watch YouTube and learn from other people. This means that you are serious about your own personal success and growth. You nailed it, right? Because in school, you're given the curriculum. Yeah. You're given the exam. What you're not given is a choice. Exactly. And you're doing what you're supposed to do to get the grade. And I know this because I hear it from my wife all the time. She went to, through school, got her MBA and everything. And she says she put everything in just enough to get through the test. And then boom, gone. And I think, wow, that's incredible because I could never do that, especially when I was young. I just didn't care. Remember, I rejected everything. And the difference is wanting it. I want it. I want to get better every single day. And the only way I'm going to get better every single day is to be more curious. And I think this is the key to success is lifelong curiosity. If you're interested in something, if something gets your attention, allow yourself the grace and the time to dive into it. Some of it will be useful and you can put it to work in your life and in your business. Some of it will be total nonsense and you can say, what a waste of time and move on. But the thing is, the eternal curiosity keeps you reading, keeps you listening to podcasts, keeps you watching YouTube videos so that you can find those little pieces of information that do help you and assimilate them into your life so that you can live that life like we talked about of limitless possibilities. Mm, definitely, exactly. So now we talked about Masterminds Group. So is it like about who we know or is it about who knows us? To, to have like this this magic uh, success in business man that is uh it's a it's a funny thing because we hear it all the time it's about who you know that gives you opportunities that's why people go to Ivy League schools to get connected with the right families and the right people and it's about who you know in business but I think those two things work together. It's kind of like breathing. Think about it. Could you just exhale? <sighs> You'll die, right? You're going to die. Could you just inhale? 
what then what <laughs> you're going to die you need both of them you need who you know you need to know the right people that can help elevate you and you need people to know you so that they want to help you so i think they're two sides of the same coin mm, no it's like about the concept that we talked about it's a, it's a give and take situation where it's about life in general will you the more i actually interviewed someone uh, earlier on my podcast he was saying that <clears throat> the more that you give the more that you will receive but i yeah. think me personally with intention not just general giving to some people you might think that they don't deserve it i don't know maybe so yeah that's uh so what are your let's say basic let's say or the tools or resources that you would use personally for your business to to help you with your business itself with your clients how you help your clients do certain things i am going to take your question and flip it around a little bit Let, let's talk about the the most important tool that i use and that's my morning ritual okay mm-hmm. And this is important for so many reasons. So I start my day with faith. I like to read the Bible. I like to get good, positive messages in my head. I like to start filling. So I start with what I call my morning stack, which includes the Bible. It includes some Zig Ziglar. I'm looking at it right here because I do my work right here. Uh, the Daily Stoic, Ryan Holiday. Uh, the Daily Laws from Robert Greene. So I start my morning before my family before anything, in prayer and in reading and filling my mind up with good things. And what this does is it allows me to be grateful for the day. It allows me to reflect. It fills me up with goodness. So then what's after that is family time, okay? So family time, whether I'm taking my kid to school or I'm making breakfast, family time comes after my faith time. So now I've got faith Now I've got family. And after that, I go into fitness time, whether I'm lifting weights, going for a walk, doing some yoga, I do a little bit of exercise. And at the time that we're talking right now, I have exercised for 30 minutes per day for 716 consecutive days. I'm going for two years. And so check this out. I have family. I feel myself or faith. I feel myself spiritually. I had my family time. Boom. Got that in right early in the day. Now I've taken care of fitness. So I've been taking care of all my needs before I get to work. I start work at 11 o'clock. So now I have taken care of myself. I've done all the things I wanted to do. When I show up to work, I am focused and ready to take action. And so if we're talking about tools, the, the best tool that I can recommend to you is a good morning routine that lets you take care of everything you need before you take care of other people. Mm, that, that's amazing, actually, because when you have your, like you mentioned, your spiritually filled and your uh, relationship filled, I think. So when you are going to do certain things that day, like you are a businessman, you have to do and finish your job and your tasks. So you will get them done and you are laser focused because you are filled with this energy that got pumped you in the morning early. <laughs> so you have this energy to, yes. to go and let's say conquer the world, I guess. 
It's abundance. It's abundance. And in taking care of yourself, you can bring an abundant energy to everything you do afterwards. And here's another secret. So we, we talked about the morning ritual, right? Now, if you guys missed it, we also talked about calendar control and controlling that calendar. So you have time to take care of yourself and, and the other things before you, you get into work. So those two pieces fit together, bring you abundance to your work. And then, and then the other piece is, Limit your workday. I'm usually done by about three o'clock. So then you have a smaller time window to do the work. And that means there's no scrolling to TikTok. There's no watching this live. There's no any of that stuff till you get your work done. And then you reward yourself with those other things you want to do. Mm-hmm. That's self, this kind of self-discipline actually requires a lot of, uh, <laughs> like we talked about earlier, it's about consistency and commitment to self. So these things that actually, like there's no overnight success. A lot of people who had great success had these uh, these things and qualities in for years until like we saw them under the lights. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, so people need to understand the th- that things take some time, sometimes long years, sometimes short years, but as long as you are working towards that and you have consistency, consistency to it, it will actually happen. The law of reps, right? It's the law of reps. And the thing is, give yourself some grace because it will change. If you're thinking the same thing that you were thinking a year ago, then you haven't grown and you have a problem. So my morning routine, which I've described to you, wasn't always the morning routine. This is where it is today. And I can't say that a year from now, it's going to be the same. Maybe the books will change. Maybe the process will change, but you will adapt. You will change. But the thing is to stay consistent in doing it. And those changes will come naturally. Mm, yeah, exactly. Like you mentioned, uh, if you are a year from now, is this still the same? Do you think that this fear, there are a lot of kind of fear, like for example, fear of success, fear of failure, fear of the unknown, fear. So why do we as humans like keep this fear like, oh, and we talked about it's everything is within within ourselves. So why even fear success? Why would I mind success having more whatever it is that you want, money or whatever the goal, the end goal is. This goes back to, uh, I think, getting yourself around better people and about better thinking. Because we we grew up however we grew up. I told you, I, the, the most that my parents aspired me to was to have a trade. That was what they knew. That, that was a limitation to their thoughts. I remember my dad always talking about we can't have that. I'm broke. He still uses that word. And I know he's not broke. It's this bad programming that we're dealt with. And it's not, I mean, people are doing the best they can. So so let's give them a little bit of grace. But just because that's the best that your parents thought or that your teachers thought, that doesn't mean that's the best that you can be. So you have to unlink yourself from that bad programming, get around better people, get around better thinking and start elevating your game. And sure, you're going to hit those roadblocks and that's self-sabotage. I Mm. still do it. I am still guilty of it where I will get myself into a pickle, self-sabotage, bad programming. I Luckily, I journal every day so I can start backtracking and looking where did I go wrong. But it's a matter of bad programming. And here is the gift that I'm going to give you today. Programming is a choice. Mm. Wipe that hard drive clean, put a new program in it. Yeah, exactly. 
that's uh, should be everyone should do that because we should pause and think how we grew up and how things got life in our way because eventually life will hit you in the face and like <laughs> the rocky said it keep knocking you down and you should get up so you you should never stay down you should get up and do something about it because nobody else will if it doesn't start within self yeah yeah, yeah 100%. so exactly so what like uh, uh do you think some books that you personally would recommend to people like one two or three m- most important books that you would think will change everything for people especially in business i'm going to give you one book and it, it's uh one book because there's a lot of principles in it uh that can apply to to your life to your business to to everything we talked about today and when i read this book i liked it so much I read it about eight times and then I started buying copies for it for my team. And in fact, it's one of the core values that we believe in our business. And the book is called Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. Absolutely fabulous book. And if you really want to enjoy it, since you're listening to this podcast, you probably like to listen, get the audio book. It is so much better. It is so much better to hear Jocko talk and, and hear all the sound effects and really get the experience. So I would say that book, because there are so many principles in there that you can apply to life and to business and to everything you do. Yeah, exactly. So do you think that there is something that you can add to at the end of our this conversation, like some kind of a takeaway for people? Yeah, yeah. If you're here right now, it's for a reason. If you're listening to these words, something brought you here. And what I'm going to say to you is, number one, go give this show a review, all right? If you're not subscribed, (laughs) subscribe to the show. Give the show a review because these conversations are what I live for. And I have this saying, the right word from the right person at the right time can change your life. And that's why we're talking today is because it's not just for us talking to each other. It's for you listening to give you a new idea, a new perspective so that you can go out and get a new result. And here's the challenge. Go out and do something. Just take one little thing that you heard today and use it. And I promise you that that is the first step you're going to take to changing your life. Yeah, amazing. Well, thank you for being here today with me on this episode. Lovely to have you and an amazing life we had here. Brother, thanks for having me on the show. I loved it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Success Grid. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you found value in the show, rate and leave a review on iTunes. For more resources, visit successgrid.net. Until next time.